With the booming housing and real estate industry in Austin, Greg Alvarez knew there had to be a way to innovate the process of building a home. Starting at City Search in online marketing, Greg has now moved into real estate and is disrupting the new home building experience with My House Buy. Greg has his pulse on what is changing within the housing industry, so let's jump right in and hear about Greg's journey into entrepreneurship. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Masters and Founders, the podcast that is brought to you by Founding Austin. First of all, before we get into everything, I want to thank our sponsors, Waterloo Sparkling Water, Still Austin Whiskey, Tiny House Coffee, Kind Bar, and of course, Russell Collection Fine Art Gallery, which we have been so fortunate to be a part of here. Thank you. Um, there is some incredible art here. So if you ever stop by in Austin, come check it out. Today, this afternoon, we are finishing a rally of podcasts where we've done 23 different ones. This is the last one, and then we can all take a breather, so it's going to be great. We have Greg Alvarez in the house, who is the CEO of My House Buy, uh, very into venture capital, angel investing, and it seems to me like is a jack-of-all-trades, so I'm pretty excited to learn from him. I'm sure Dan is well. Um, let's go ahead and jump in. Where did it start? How is it going? Did you ever think that you'd be doing what you're doing? And, uh, and I want to hear all the nitty gritty. Yeah. Like sitting here talking to you. Yes. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me. For guys. sure. Uh, thanks. I'm uh, honored to be asked to do this and, and get to share a little bit about my story and specifically about, you know, starting companies and, 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 you know, changing how we do things in the marketplace. It's been my passion for a long time. Great. Yeah. And, and how did it, how did it start? Did you always knew that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Did the internet come around right at the perfect time? Or, or was there a little bit of luck involved here? Oh, it's, I think there's always um, things that you, you're not looking for, but that present themselves. And then I think it's a matter of recognizing them and either, either having the courage or being brave or silly enough to like, hey, I'll do that. You know, that, that sounds interesting. So, yeah, you know, over 20 years ago... Um, um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do career-wise, and, and um, um, I, I happened along an internet company. This is like, I didn't even, I don't even think I knew the word entrepreneur at the time. Whatever, I, you know, even today, I'm like, I'm not sure what that means, but, 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 um, but it was interesting to, there was, there was a, a company called City Search, and I'm like, and I found them at a job fair when I was working somewhere else, and, and they're, they're like, hey, we're building this online city guide where you get rid of the yellow pages and people find things on the internet and it's local search and it's deals and it's it's a uh, um, 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 like uh, reviews of, of local businesses just for perspective yeah. to the audience what around what year is this oh gosh uh, I'll, I'll, I'll age myself here um, I would say 97 98 97 98 yeah. yeah so so it was a, a pre-2000.com oh absolutely uh, Bill Gross Idea Labs company was going national. Austin was one of its first four or five markets. I'm actually from Austin and uh, was here. And um, I thought it would be really neat. And I think like the DNA for, for wanting to do something like that is just, um, I, I move around in life going, we sh how can we improve things? How can things be done differently or better? And so, and so that's kind of like my, my posture as I move. And so when I, when I heard of that idea, I'm like, that's really cool. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. That, I mean, better processes are always better. That's something Dan is trying to instill in my mind right now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm all about efficiencies, it. Efficiencies, efficiencies, efficiencies. <laughs> I get better at it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So you got introduced to the city search idea and jump right in? or Yeah, so, so you know, I'm, I'm a young guy in my mid-20s, and, and um, we literally pounded the pavement, a team of about 25 people um, running around Austin, including this building we're in today, going, hey, we're, we're going we're gonna to help you get customers. And, and they're like, how are you going to do that? It's like, we advertise in TV, and we advertise on the radio, and we advertise in print. I'm like, well, there's a new box now yeah. and it's at your desk you know you're used to advertising in the box in the car and the box in the living room well this box is going to be at everybody's desk it's a computer and people will literally be able to find you on their computer they'll type in art galleries or 
or seafood restaurants or in some cases chainsaws and ter ter uh, exterminators and you'll be right there and they'll know that you're local and they'll see where your business is and see a map and see pictures and literally we're introducing the idea of the internet and 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 computers to local businesses right, right. and this was intuitive to you this this a spark in your mind said this is going to happen did you see what did you see what's happening today back then well did you I, know it's going to be this big no but if you think about if you if you think about if you take it all the way back to how human human beings are always after attention um, um well making things easier mm -hmm. and 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 every idea i was talking to veronica earlier and she said i go around looking at the best ideas in town and then i incorporate them in my business i'm like yes every human being since the very first human being since the beginning of time well, so how do have operated that yeah. way and so 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 i was i noticed how oh well this is how we find businesses or this is how we make choices and here's a faster more effective way to find local businesses, whether it be a restaurant or a realtor or an art gallery um, or a doctor for your kids. And instead of, you know, waiting for a commercial or waiting for the Sunday paper or using, you know, a, a eight month old yellow pages, there's this place where everybody spends their time, which is at their desks in front of their computers. Mm -hmm. So that made sense to me. Yeah. I could, I mean, I could see that back then. I wish, I always say, I wish I could go back to that time because I feel like I'm pretty intuitive to know what's going on inside of different spaces. And I, all I knew was the internet that you, you got onto and it actually rang you up. You had to actually, you know, and uh, that was when I was a kid. And, and to have that inside of your mind where you were like, no, 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 this is going to be at everybody's desk. Yeah. And you did that. And so tell the audience a little bit about what, what kind of startups that you have worked with and what you enjoy working with as well. Yeah, so my primarily historically because my, my first introduction to startups was city search it's a, it's a it's a um, it, it's internet marketing so it's taking whether it be a, a national business an international business or a local business and putting them in front of a, a consumer audience interactive marketing was 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 my background and in the startup arena was my passion because you're literally taking a good idea that doesn't exist yet and turning it into a company with jobs and and that produces outcomes for consumers and for businesses. And so it's brand new. It's like creating something that wasn't there. And I really like that. Um, um, after City Search, and actually during City Search, um, um, I went to consult for Cars.com. So it was a pre-launch of Cars.com. They're based out of Chicago. And it was a, one of the properties of a, of a consortium of, of traditional media companies, primarily newspaper, uh, but classified ventures. So it was owned by... As I remember, I think Tribune and McClatchy and Knight Ritter and Times and Gannett and, you know, a number of these companies don't even exist anymore. But they were traditional media companies mm -hmm. that knew that they needed to protect their their assets, assets against companies like uh, Microsoft's CarPoint and Yahoo Car, Cars and Auto Vitel and all these, you know, and even, you know, we're talking jobs and job boards and and real estate sites. And so I just happened to be on the automotive one on cars.com and it was they pulled tens of millions of dollars to 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 start cars.com and it but it was a traditional media company that did not know did not know how to launch an internet company so we got to go in uh, a team uh, of some colleagues of mine at city search literally got to go in and help these folks launch cars.com um, i was also at at realtor.com back when um actually during the real estate crash in the, the mid the mid to late 2000s and it was it was it was because of the crash where um, realtor was really impacted um, um, by by the downturn in real estate that they were looking to uh, enhance other revenues other revenue streams and so with my my background and not just me but there was a whole team of people who had uh, uh, background in creating and creating um, revenue models out of or monetizing websites sure and through ads and whatnot mm -hmm. um, creating an ad footprint or better ad footprint more robust products for businesses and so I was at realtor.com for almost five years um, um, I most recently I was at, at real savvy which is um, 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 a technology for uh, tier one uh, brokers and agents who want to compete with 
you know, the Zillows of the world and, and need help and, and, and the Redfins and need help with technology, a technology offering apps and, and websites that are, that are most technologically advanced but that wouldn't know how to do it themselves or can't afford it. And so Real Savvy provides that, that service to realtors and brokers. And I was an investor and went aboard for a year to, as EVP of sales to help, you know, create, you know, as we, I guess you'd say, put a spine in the jellyfish mm -hmm. of, of the startup and help create structure and processes and systems so that you can uh, um, scale. Mm -hmm. and, and so uh, real savvy. And there's been a host of others. I'm, uh, my house buy is the, is the most recent where 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 I'm the CEO. It's a platform for new home constructions that allows consumers literally introduces them to a, into a process for um, um, designing and building their own home from nothing, their ideas, and finding builders and land in the local market that can, that can help them with that using 3D and augmented reality and real-time pricing and. It's just a new way to to a template to yeah to, to to build a home and then also maintain ownership of that home. So I'm working with some really successful um, uh, builders, national builders, and and um, uh, um, international architectural design firm uh, as co-founders and and, and uh, real estate marketing companies. And um, uh, my CTO is ex Amazon, ex startup uh, CTO. And so it's really successful people and bringing them together to help help launch my house buy. Yeah, that's that's in, that's absolutely incredible. You know, one of the things that I really want to I want to, you know, get that the the fact that you came from really not knowing anything about the space to learning. You, I mean, you told me earlier you had no idea what entrepreneurship was, and now you're an entrepreneur, and I'm sure you're passionate about it. How did it go through the gears? You started in the tech space. You're still in the tech space, but now you're you're into angel investing and helping other people bring their ideas to life. And and how did that whole process evolve into what it is now that you're able to pick and choose who and what you want to work on? You know? Yeah, that that that's um, that's that's a really good observation. Um, there's there's been a a strategy to it. It's it's it's. Um, uh, to, to pick a place where I'm after getting to for myself and my family, a quality of life that I'm after, and then and then coming up with with the the means to be able to get there. So um, having an opportunity within with inside companies and producing, you know, successful companies was helpful, and then maintaining those relationships over time. And and you know, I I, I commented to one of my one of my colleagues. A couple of months ago, when he was looking for a job, I said, "I've never, I've never filled out an application. I've never posted my 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 job uh, like a like a resume online. People have all, I've always taken good care of the people I work with and for. Either super important clients or or colleagues or bosses, and to the best of my ability. I mean, uh, um, and and those folks have always tapped me on the shoulder when I was, you know." focused on whatever I had in front of me, and they're like, hey, there's an opportunity that we think you would be a good fit for. And literally, that has been my career. And then having, I've always made it a point to live a little bit beneath my means so that I, so that I could make a pivot to another opportunity. Yeah, you weren't tied up. Right. Yeah, uh, to and, a bunch of commitments that and, don't and really matter. And willing to, and willing to, to, to make, to make the, the, the transition to, yeah. to another situation. But over time, building really strong relationships with with uh, very intelligent and successful people, uh, people that I could trust, and then over time, as I built my own capital and wealth and financial autonomy, then picking because of many years of seeing startups succeed and fail, plenty of failures, um, of being selective about the ideas and even more importantly the people that I wanted to invest with and in. One question I have um, is: Let's go back to any of these, I call them learning lessons. Yes. Uh, as going into entrepreneurism, and you've talked about all these things you've been involved in, there's got to be those those walls that you hit and said, "Okay, I've got to get around this." So we, we most people call those failures. So how, how did you deal with that? Um, I think the thing 
there's, I think my f philosophy about life is probably the most profound thing that, that helps me deal with all those situations. And I've, you know, if, if you, if, for the people that know me, they hear me say this all the time. Um, um, I feel incredibly blessed to be living in Austin, Texas, in the United States as an adult male in 2018. Like, taken in the context of, of a global context and even a historical context, um, I've already hit the mega million lottery. Like, right. like there's, it's more absurd that I get to be in this situation than, 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 than even winning the, the idea of winning the lottery. And so I see it as an opportunity and an obligation to fulfill. So when I, 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 go, I go looking for the failures and go looking for the challenges, and when they happen, I'm like, I'm still living in Austin, Texas in 2018 or 2016 or wherever I was at the time. And so it, it, it allows me to be, um, um, be okay with, with some of those challenges. And certainly there's been startups and investments that I've made that, that, that have failed or that I've been on the team and that, that didn't, didn't make it. Mm -hmm. And, and, but, but I want, I want to keep going. Right? I really love that, that thought process where, so you're starting from a higher point from the very beginning. So it's like, because I've won the lotto, uh, and you're exactly right. I mean, you could have been born in any other country. Yeah, just imagine if we'd been born in Syria or Afghanistan, or imagine if we'd been bo been born 2,000 years ago or yeah. 100 years ago. Yep. But here we sit. Like, what do we have to be worried about or afraid of? Right. We I say it all the time. Yes, you do. I, I'm, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible the things that we're able to do right now because of where we are in history. I, I... Even always, 30 years ago. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's 13 years ago, exactly. we didn't have what we have now. Right. I mean, the fact that we're live on Facebook right now, yeah. we're broadcasting live. Right. I mean, come on, when, when... Well, you mentioned it earlier when you talked about how you used to have to have to plug your computer in. I mean, when we started City Search, you know, we had, we were at the Omni down, down the street here, at the Omni Hotel on the fourth floor, and my team and I would literally fight over the cable to who is going to get it next to plug into the computer because there weren't enough cables. And if you didn't have a cable, then there was no access to internet. So you had to take turns to getting access to internet. And there were no smartphones. It was it was the flip yep. phone. Yep. So it, it was it's bizarre how, how, how far we've come. Yeah. And you know, I want to talk a little bit about how tech has changed. And you've you've obviously been a part of the space for a long time now. Going back to fighting over wire space what's changed for you not only in in the hardware space but in the process of getting work done and and how are you able to you know fit yourself in and and i mean how many businesses did you say you're a part of your how many full-time jobs do you have well just a couple but but i but <laughs> only a couple out I, there i have i have about six companies that my wife and i are invested yeah, six companies. And what, what kind of process? How do you control all that workflow? Good help. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, I, the, really smart. The, the best thing that I could, anybody that's thinking about, hey, I've got a great idea, is like, do not suffer alone. Like, like there are, put people around you that have shared philosophy, shared interests, shared ambition, and and find ways to work together and find people that have, like I, I used to think that I had to have all the financial expertise and all the technology expertise and all the sales expertise and all the, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's an expert, there's an expert, there's an expert, there's an expert, let me bring these folks together. As it relates to technology, technology is advancing so fast, like every single, I mean, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of startups happening right here in Austin. Right now, like we couldn't keep up. a single human being could not possibly keep up. So, so um, what has helped me is is um, to like like I shared to 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 be paying attention to human behavior and why why people are doing what they're doing, what they're after resolving, and those fundamentals don't change. So, so if you see a new business in the marketplace, or when I see one, I'm like. How does how does that? My partner at, at Hindsight, Charles, is is um, he's great at, at deconstructing and reconstructing businesses as they relate to taking care of people. And it doesn't matter if it's technology or a shoe or a 
or a restaurant. It's like, how do they take care of people? Do they? And, and if they do, then they can work, right? You can have the best technology, but if it's not organized well or doesn't take care of some fundamental things that people are after taking care of, it won't be accepted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's what Dan's teaching me right now. People, let's not lie to yourself. People. It is people. Well, that's that's why I like Dan, <laughs> and, and and what and what I think I think this publication and and the purpose of it, the timing of it is 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 incredible, and I see that it can help a lot of people. Um, you know, the idea of having a job for twenty or thirty years and retiring and and, and, and getting uh, your you know your um, your retirement is, is gone. And yeah. So and so people have to always be looking for ways to um, um, make new business offers in the marketplace and you know there might have been you know x percent of the population that were entrepreneurs but moving moving forward there needs to be a lot of entrepreneurs because most people like i said won't just have a job for 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years because whatever they knew won't be relevant in especially now yeah yeah right. it's moving too so, fast so every, so i think everybody needs to be willing to to start a business or, and, and, and have people around them that'll help them. Building communities is important, and that's that's the mission. And part of the things that you and I are aligned in is um, connecting people and seeing things. I mean, it, there was a mentality, I, I, in maybe not in Austin, because Austin's got a great, great uh, mentality, I, I feel, and I've learned over years. But there's been a mentality of this, I've got to do this by myself, I've got to succeed. It's all, it's all very, very self, 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 self. And you pointed it right out, but then there's this community. It's uh, I go back to the stone soup story. You guys remember that? Yeah. So you remember that? I love, right I love that. I love that parable. So, a parable of stone soup, where it's, it's uh, this whole town has an economic just that drought, right? And this lady came out and said, "I'm going to make stone soups." And so she goes out and there's like, "What's stone soup?" And you put the stone in the pot and like, "Well, you know what? We go with this stone soup." And the neighbor would ask, "Carrots?" And the, one neighbor would say, "Oh, I got carrots." And, and then went that over and over, and it's like, well, I've got potatoes, and just kind of keep asking, you know what, you could add to this. And before you knew it, the community built this great soup together. And that's what I see happening now. And yeah. the environment we're at right now is being able to see who's got and what they've, their value is and how can you help them. And then before you know it, you have this, this, this community that can now build businesses. So I, I think that's really strong out of Austin. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, I think, and not only that, the, Yes to everything you said, and a, and a number of the people like I'm 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 like the unicorn in that like I'm one of the few people that was actually born here that is in this space. Yeah. But the people that have come here that from California and other parts of the country, um, you know they 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 want to be. It's interesting because they come here wanting to be part of Austin, and so and so they 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 come in and and immerse themselves into the community. Right. And I think I, I think that's how what you're de describing is coming about. Is Austin just has a different feel than a lot of places, and people want to be part of it, and and so it allows it allows for these opportunities for people to to to, to work together. And I'm very fortunate because it's interesting. Um, most of the people that I know that I grew up with in the internet industry over the last 20 years are actually are not in Austin. They're in Chicago and San Diego and. In Seattle and New York and all, all, all over the all over Boston all over the country and and um, and I've had to like develop these relationships here has been after the fact which is kind of ironic given that I'm from here you know I Austin I've been here for six years how have you seen it grow and develop and what's changed you've been here your whole life no, I, well, it's a, you, that, that's a whole nother session. <laughs> I, I was born here, and uh -huh. I live, I've lived here five times. Okay. Um, um, Keeps coming back. Yes, I keep coming back. I mean, it, it's fruitful. Well, yes, but, I mean, you know, how, how it's Don't changed. move here, by the way. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> well, well, or you can, but make sure you contact my wife. We have a real estate company that, that we're partnered with. But, yes, um, but, um, well, you know, Austin... Before the early '80s, Austin was was a university town and a a political town. And then in the '80s, I think it was the '80s, um, the University of Texas made a very uh, um, a, uh, intentional move to get into um, 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 
you know, offering engineering programs. Yep. They were watching what was happening over in Japan with technology, and UT said, we need to focus on that department. And then that brought in some of the companies that started coming into town, you know, AMD and Motorola and, and Texas Instruments, and, you know, they were talking a long time ago. Um, and so, you know, it's, I, don't think, I don't think it's any accident that, that, that Austin is where it is. It's just, if you look back far enough and see the, 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 the sequence of events from um, being in a university in a political town to, um, to them saying, what does the future of Austin look like? And hey, we need to be a technology market. And then go, moving from hardware and software and uh, technology into startups and internets and entrepreneur, entrepreneurism, and then the climate of, of the state, the, 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 uh, the, the business climate in the state of Texas, and then it's gorgeous. anybody comes to Austin and it's like, you know, I remember when I was a kid, I used to say I'm from Austin, and say, where's that? Is that by Dallas or Houston? Right. And, and now it's, you know, now that, that, that doesn't occur anymore, but I, Austin used to be the best kept secret. You had, you know, lake running through downtown, you got the hill country, you got great restaurants, you got great music, you got quirky people, everybody's nice. You know, it, 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 it was really unique growing up here. So once, I think once more the businesses started to come here and you see it's like, this is great and it's a lot cheaper than northern Cal parts of California. And, and, and so I think that's, that's why it's, 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 it's what it is. Today. Yeah, it's, it's an incredible place. When I moved here, I, I mean, I've seen it grow. I, I, I couldn't put, I couldn't put a number on it, but I've seen it grow immensely. And the amount of opportunity that I've been given is, I don't know if anything that I do could happen where I'm from. I really don't. I don't believe it. Just the fact that, you know, Dan and I met through Instagram over cell phones, is, that blows my mind right there. And I think, I think Austin is a mecca of entrepreneurism that it's like, it's like, uh, it's like building blocks, right? Everybody leans on each other a little bit and you can always count on somebody to put you in touch with this person or with this person. And the fact that we even have a meetup or, or what Dan does with Founding Austin where you get 300 people in a room and they all own a business, what kind of magic happens out of that? So, I mean, seriously. Well, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a I've been in a study program for, uh, I don't know, a number of years now, the Aji Network, and, and one of the fundamental uh, that we understand is that, is that human beings are, um, um, we, we're, we, well, this is my language, like we're pack animals, like we come together, we, yeah. we, we couple, like all, like all human beings come together. Today we call them, you know, we might call them communities or churches or schools or businesses or, or nation states or, or religions, but it's just groups of people getting together to take care of some, some purpose, education, spirituality, you know, um, uh, careers or money or, you know, but so anytime that you have the opportunity to create um, and, and be intentional about what you said earlier about bringing people together and connecting people who have like uh, like goals or like ambitions, whether it's you know around entrepreneurism or b building companies or helping helping find uh, uh, resources uh, of people, of teams, capital. Um, that's that's how that's how. That's how we come together as, as people. That's right. what we do. Right. So I think you get you just do a really good job of it. Well, but he's going, okay. Yeah. Go, <laughs> going back to the community, Austin is, and, and I think we've kind of toyed the rail on talking about Austin because we that's appreciate it so much, and that's fine. But we've had uh, several guests this week to talk about the power of the mentality of what Austin is. We talked, you know, um, Kathy Terry talked about, she didn't know if P. Terry's would be what it was if it wasn't for Austin. We talked to, um, talk about real estate, Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, come on. That is one of, that blows my mind. I said, I always said, if I didn't do what I'm doing, which is whatever I want to do, I'd be doing real estate. Right. Well, uh, we're, we're growing over our real estate company. Let's, let's talk <laughs> about that. I, I want to briefly mention hindsight because when you and I met, I was really impressed with the way you look at real estate and your people. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk about that for sure. a couple minutes sure. and then I want to jump into your newest venture. Sure. Absolutely. So, so what impressed me about hindsight, it's not about 
what I came away from in our coffee meeting was it's not about selling real estate. It's about developing relationships and taking being that one concierge type person that yep. will take care of everything that's that you need that's right. going forward so can yeah. you like elaborate absolutely I, I so I, I can't take credit for it like I said my partner Charles Scutia he's he, he started hindsight many years ago over 27 20 years ago now as a single agent here in town but he 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 built a company that's about taking care of other people you know well, the way I hold real estate is you know and I tell when, when I have somebody that's thinking about being an agent and they come visit with me I'm like look since the beginning of time, human beings have been looking for shelter. Back then it was caves, you know, like literally. And then we're like, hey, we got a cave and we made it pretty by, by coloring on the wall, you know? And now we have caves that we call houses and condos and, and apartments. But every human being is concerned with shelter all the time. Like, I love that. We would not be sitting here right now having this interview if we didn't know we were gonna sleep tonight, because that would take priority. We'd be like, I need to know where I'm gonna sleep tonight. Yeah, we'd be out there. Right. And because we know human beings come together and create relationships, hindsight was built on, on, on the foundation of it's, it's got to be about the relationship first because that's what really matters. The, if, if you become an expert at something, whether it's real estate or medicine or entrepreneurship, and you have authentic relationships where people value you and trust you and like you, um, they'll use you when they have that need for that expertise like if you were an orthopedic surgeon and i needed a hip replacement and i liked you and i knew you and i trusted you and i knew that you were an expert then you would be my guy well similarly our agents go around building relationships with people first and that's sincere like my people couldn't be salespeople; they couldn't be a real estate agent somewhere else they only can be a real estate agent at hindsight because they can authentically go out there and be themselves and genuinely uh um give their energy into nurturing and developing and deepening the relationships. And how important do you think it is to let people be genuine with what they want to do? Well, it, 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 it speaks to truth and sincerity. I mean, you know when you're being sold something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, or you know when a salesperson is after taking care of what they're interested in as opposed to what you're interested in. Mm -hmm. So we, we make it very clear with our, with our agents you know, you're after taking care of the relationship. You happen to be an expert and we'll teach you to be an expert in all things real estate. And to your previous point, it's not just about the transaction, but, but um, if you want to create a, an investment portfolio or if you need a repair crew or if you need, uh, uh, pro, if you need to protest taxes or, or refinance, like because the relationship is ongoing, the services are ongoing. That's, that's how we've organized yeah. the company. Yeah, when people when people get that it's not about the transaction, it changes the world. It's right. it's it's about it's about the, and uh, it's about that relationship and everything else takes care of itself. Right. If you put that out first, it's everything else takes care of itself. Your newest project. Yep. Let's, let's talk about that. My house spot. Yeah, it's interesting. So so um, um, again, not not my idea. I, I give myself the credit at recognizing good ideas. Like I was a I was a real estate investor looking for somebody to help me many years ago when I was introduced to Charles because we work exclusively by referral. So he was introduced, I was introduced to him by somebody that I knew who I trusted, who trusted Charles. And so, um, um, I, I started using him for real estate investment. My wife became an agent. She'd been there 10, 10 years, produced a great career for herself. So like I said, hindsight wasn't my idea. Well, my house buy wasn't mine either. I just recognized it. Some of my, my colleagues and, in, in, in our field of study, Aji, um, told me about um, they're, they're looking to do some commercial development downtown here they're um, they're uh, architectural commercial architectural designers like Austonian plus like really high-end luxury and we're helping source for some some land downtown and when they came in they said by the way we have this startup my house buy and um, and um, we're building a platform where uh, uh, consumers can go through and design and make make uh, selections of a house with real-time pricing anybody right on a platform like you, you I can be here my wife can be across the country we can be looking at the platform together and and, um, um, and this is in development by the way so if anybody's running out there it's like oh, it's not there yet um, but the prototype we actually 
built 14 homes for 14 sets of clients. And, and what was innovative is the process, because right now, if you see people buying, like if you go ask somebody, hey, I want to design and build a home, what do you do? And 99 out of 100 people go, I have no clue. Like, where's the, where's the site that tells me how to do that? Where's, where's the site that I can do that on? It doesn't exist. Like if somebody said, hey, I want to buy a new car, where, where do I go? You're like, hey, go to cars.com or go to, go to Carvana or go to one of these. Or, hey, I want to buy an airline ticket. Well, you know, you go to Expedia or one of these other. other Is places. that what you want to do with my house buy? That's, that's exactly right. We want, to, we want to introduce consumers into a process for, like, if you go to Warby Parker or if you go to Tesla.com or Stitch Fix, it's like, hey, this is how you go about you doing this this is how you go about doing this and it so, guides you that's right allow but but allowing people to dream and design on their own mm-hmm. um, and guiding them through a process where they become educated they know what they're going to spend and they're literally building the home and they can build this home for fun or they can actually be like hey we're gonna we're gonna go live in this house and then and then be, even beyond that offer though we help them we help we gave them a place to 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 find their builder and find their land and design their home and go through the process and, and bringing it into 2018 where they're not driving back and forth all over town for, for months. Um, but then also helping them manage and own and take care of the house even beyond the purchase. I love that. I'm all about frictionless society and we're all moving to that. And making, right. making things, saving time on everything. And, and I really love when companies are mindful of, hey, here's the things that aren't working and I don't know why they're not working but we're going to fix it. Well my guys like like I said they're 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 not they're luxury home builders they're they're they're, they're luxury <clears throat> commercial construction designers um they're 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 experienced I've got Amazon guys and, and people experienced in, in the top of the the new construction home industry and they all of them collectively realize the need to create a new experience for the consumer, but also for the builder. And so so that was the inspiration for it, and, and that's what we're building. We're excited about it. Yeah, how is that design process? Like, how does anybody, how, me, I have no idea what design means at all. Yeah. So how is it that I could do that? Can I go in there and, and start front to back and design my own home? Is that how it works? Yeah, well, it, you know, it's really about about what 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 you what you want yeah because so it's you, your home you could, it's your cave you dream, right yeah it's your cave yeah if you could dream or imagine what 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 it would look like for you it's like hey you know like for me i've, I've got a wife i've got twin five-year-olds mm-hmm. we, we like we like it we like trees and we like to do things outdoors and we like uh, you know certain types of uh, areas and neighborhoods and and restaurants and access to town lake so you know we i would build that's the, what you want people will build a profile for who they are and what they want and their price range and then We'll literally go about finding the home plans and the builders in the areas that match them. You know, like eHarmony for 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 for, for homes. God, it's great. But not 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 so much existing homes as new construction. So mm-hmm. people that are specifically looking for for to to, it's to a have win-win. input on their their own home. It's a win-win on the builder and the home buyer. Well, yeah. The build. The think about the, and and again, my background is in in marketing. So think about think about the builder that that spends tons of money and the developers it's been you see t- you see print ads and tv ads and radio ads and when you talk to a builder or developer about you know where the rate of return is on their on their advertising or it's like they don't know you know and most of them don't and and um, and they like to build and so we're after reducing the cost of acquisition of the customer absolutely and bringing them a more informed buyer that makes it makes them easier to work with yeah. and will more likely make them a happy satisfied client at the end of the experience so we're, we're after reducing the cost of time money and effort not only for the consumer but also for all our builder partners yeah and we're going to be selective about who we bring aboard it's not going to be anybody that builds um, um, the, the builders that, that we'll work with, kind of like when we launched cars.com, we're like, hey, not any dealers gets to be on cars.com. It's Standards be, and quality. That's right. It's got to be people that take, that, that take care of our customers like we do. So, so we'll be, we'll, we're, we're being selective, but we've got some, some national players that, that, are, that, are, that are coming aboard when we launch here later this summer, and we're, we, we, we're building our team and building our, our, uh, our platform and really excited about launching, um, hopefully, by, uh, by June of this year. Greg, I've got a question regarding, you know, the audience for Masters and Founders, really trying to reach out to people that are out there 
that have an idea. They've been, you know, noodling in their head and yep. kind of like, what do I do? Or, or maybe there's this, there's roadblock they haven't been able to overcome. What would your advice, you know, over the last 20 years where you've really kind of gotten into entrepreneurism and just looking at different opportunities, what would you say to that person as far as, uh, what would be the one thing that you want to communicate to that audience? Wow. Um, Heavy. That's a big question. I, I, I mean, the, the, I think the two things are, um, um, well, three things. I think first, continue to learn. Like, like um, there's so much good information out there. Re, re, read books. Get in a get in some discourse where they can continue to learn. Um, um, pay attention to the relationships they're they're in and the people that people that, that are that they're around. So that so that if you want to be an entrepreneur or if you, if you want to, I'm not even sure what that means. If you want to be um, um, if you want to be if you want to start a company or bring an idea to the marketplace, then then. Be around people that are doing those types of things, and they can be current bosses. They can be mentors, business mentors. They can be uh, colleagues. But 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 to go find those places. You know, with, with the, the internet, there's 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 tons of places to find those resources. And I think most importantly, um, expect for it to be incredibly hard, and 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 expect for most people like there to be a lot of naysayers, and then just keep on going, right? Um, um, but the, I think the marketplace is changing where there's no shortage of, of local resources. And we're, since we're in Austin and talking about Austin, m most specifically here, there's so, so many mentorship companies and programs and VCs and, um, um, that, have, that have come about. But, but, but find, find good help. Like, it's out there. I really like that because it goes along with, I mean, what I'm hearing is ask, like learn and then ask and don't be afraid to ask. Um, ask for help. Absolutely. The, ask for help every day, all the time, a lot of times. And you'll be surprised that everybody's just willing to do so. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and for those that are maybe interested in, in a idea, asking doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that you need a little bit of help, right? I'm, I'm going through this. I'm a budding entrepreneur. I've been in, I've been an entrepreneur for two years and I find trouble asking and there's a lot of pride in that. And I, I'm finding just now, set it aside, set the pride aside, let people do the work. They're there for you. And especially if they like you, then they're going to do great work. It's, 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 it's interesting because it's two sides of the same coin. My, uh, one of my business mentors, Ron Macklin, he, you know, I was, I, I went through this it's years tough. ago. It's, I'm like I, asking for help. It's like, I'm being vulnerable because I'm literally speaking. I don't like. I have to say I don't know how to do something, or or I'm not I'm not proficient enough at something that I'm that I trust myself to to lead us in that, and being vulnerable enough to go. I need help with in in that in that particular domain. Um, but the opposite. But in order to know to understand where our vulnerabilities are, the other side of that coin is where our strengths are. Mm -hmm. And we have to know where, and you can come at it from either direction. Like these are my strengths and these are not. And if I'm going to be successful, I've got to lean into my strengths and lean into my, my vulnerability uh, where I'm not, and then go find people who can help me, who are the experts and bring them in and say, look, I'm doing this. I'm an expert here and I'm going to go build this to take care of this situation. And I'll, I've got this, but I need help over here. Yep. Can you be my help? Mm -hmm. And like, it's nobody succeeds by themselves. Yeah. Like, like you need help. Well, yeah. And another thing is I, I constantly think people want to be entrepreneurs and a lot of people don't want to be entrepreneurs. They don't want the stress of this. And me, I'm like, I'm going to keep my secrets and I'm not going to let anybody know what's going on. When That's re another thing too. That, seriously. That, we don't have any original ideas. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, uh, I remember when I was a kid growing up, I'm like, there should, I remember specifically on B Caves and I would drive it, I would grew up out in West Lake, I went to West Lake High School and I was I'd drive in it and I was like, there should be a car wash on B Caves. Oh Somebody my God, open, that thing I'm going to open up a car wash on B Caves one day. And then within two years was a car wash. I'm like, there, you know, that's a, there is no original idea. Yeah. It's does, will somebody stop what they're doing and go do that thing that they thought of and will they do it successfully by the surrounding themselves by a powerful team of people to help mm -hmm. them? It's the truth. And I'm learning that the hard way. I'm yeah. 
Yeah, I've bottled, I've, I've bottlenecked myself, as Dan says. And I've learned, like, <laughs> I, 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 you know, like uh, Rick Orr, who was, was uh, uh, this, he's the CEO of Real Savvy, and one of the last folks, he's a great guy, really wonderful human being, and just very, as genuine as, as, a, as a person you'll find. And, and he's just, he, um, just so, so willing to go, hey, I need help here. I'm, I'm good at this. I'm not so good at this. And, and I would always, you know, like, Rick, we shouldn't share that idea with other folks or we, don't we need to keep that secret? Or it was like, when he shared with me, he's like, one of the things that he learned is like, like, don't worry about keeping your secrets. The, the likelihood that somebody's going to go and do it, go and do it and stop what, I mean, even what I just shared with you about what we're doing at my yeah. house by, there are certainly companies out there with the resources to, to go do this thing, but the likelihood that they will, like, yeah, I'm going right. to stop what I'm doing and go do this thing is with the is, amount of work alone. Yeah. I have a comment about this. I mean, 10 years ago, in any type of app that build or whatever, there's like, sign this NDA, sign this NDA, sign this NDA. And now I don't hear it as much. And I personally, I mean, it's like, you know, I talk to entrepreneurs all the time. I'm not going to sign those things. You're not going to get anywhere if you don't just openly share. And I do believe that every one of us is like a fingerprint. Our own history is going to lead us down that path. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been able to start founding Austin or, or any of the things that we're doing had I not gone through and started my wealth management company and all the things that I did because I learned so much from that to allow me to me. execute these things. It so, is yeah. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs in his commencement speech to, I believe it was Princeton, he said, when you look back, you're never going to be able to connect the dots looking forward. Right. He says, it's not until you get there that you're able to connect the dots looking backward. Right. And, and then now it all makes sense during the process. It's uh, and I'm I'm a I'm I speak like I said I've only been I've only been a business owner for two and a half years. During the process, you don't know, right. and you don't know who you're going to come across. Like even this podcast, I, I, last year right now, if you would have told me I'd be doing a podcast during South by Southwest, I'd have called you crazy. But here we are, providing content and giving our listeners knowledge by people that are in there, moving everything around, changing the game. And that alone, to be able to provide value like that for people is unparalleled to anything we've ever been able to do. As a human, as human history is going to continue to evolve, when else are we going to get Greg in here or William or, you know what I mean? How, not, not 100 years ago, I was, I was joking around, not 100 years ago, we had to get into, we had to build a boat and sail across an uh, ocean to go talk to new human beings. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Have um, you guys read the, read the book um, Abundance? No. I've heard of it, actually. Uh, two, two, two gentlemen wrote it, Kotler, uh, K-O-T-L-E-R, and Diamandis. I would encourage anybody watching or listening to read that book. We'll put the link um, in the description. Abundance. It, it, it literally gives perspective on uh, a global perspective and historical perspective, primarily as I interpreted a, a, a scarce, scarcity of resources, but it talks about where we've come as a, as a civilization and, 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 and where we're, you know, kind of make some, 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 um, um, you know, kind of, this is based upon where we've been, as you were saying earlier, this is, this is the path we're headed on, but basically like, Hey, we're really in a great position based upon where we were mm -hmm. you use about the analogy or, or like hey this is where we were 100 years ago or even 30 years ago there's a lot of that in the book but it's real data mm -hmm. so it's like it supports like we're talking about it uh conceptually but there's like the data that demonstrates how far we've come and then how and then where we're likely to go and then the follow-up book to abundance that they wrote is called bold it's about exponential entrepreneurship. So, you know, I'm talking here about building this great platform and they're talking about sending uh, uh, 3D computers out to mine, you know, minerals on a, on a, on a, uh, you know, on a meteorite. And then, and then that, that thing will build whatever it needs to build to go build the next, it's just, you know, and feeding the world and, and educating the world and, and, and you know, just some some really amazing things. But two great books makes a lot of sense. That reminds me back to this point that, that I really want to nail down is you have to operate from abundance. And I think that ten years oh, ago, before it was, it was it's, it's that scarcity mentality, wrapping everything, putting everything on a bow. 
when you're thinking you're doing it alone, you're thinking I've got to do this myself, you're thinking I need an NDA and I can't share my ID and all these things, that's that's operating from a space of scarcity, not yep. abundance. When you know that, hey, no matter what, I've got to, in order to be able to get help for this idea to actually grow, yep. I've got to get help. So, and lastly, I'll just say that's the that's one of the beauties of of the the, the what, what are we the millennials and the and the, and the age beneath them um, or younger than them they're really good at what you just they don't come from scarcity they come from abundance and I think they're going to do a lot of amazing things too. sure and Greg how can anybody listening right now reach you if they want to get in contact with you well they can reach and the easiest way is just look me up on LinkedIn at there you go. Greg Alvarez that's G R E G G A L V A R E Z. Right. If you find me on Facebook, you'll just see a bunch of pictures of my kids. So there you go. LinkedIn's probably better. <laughs> that sounds good. Hey, Greg, it was a pleasure having Actually. you on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know you're a busy man. So I, uh, I do pleasure. appreciate it. Yep, you guys are doing something great here. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Absolutely. You. Take care, guys. See you next time. It's so important to find your pack, community, and circle of folks who can come together to help you with what you're working on. Treating your group well is key to keeping your goals moving forward. Thank you, Greg, for joining us and sharing your story. The Masters and Founders team includes me, Dan Dillard, producer Mariah Gossett, and audio engineer Jake Wallace. Shout out to Ryan Francis for co-hosting this episode with me. And thank you to everyone at Founding Austin for your support. Are you enjoying the show? Make sure you hit that subscribe button and maybe write us a review on iTunes as it helps others find the show. Thank you for listening.